Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Evaz, and make sure to get this podcast each and every week. Subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. We are continuing our discussion about supernatural finances. I'm excited for today's topic because it is the foundation for your day-to-day wealth provision. It is the foundation for your supernatural wealth increase. But before we get started, I want you to know about my book called Glory Carriers. This book will teach you how to have a relationship with the Spirit of God, a relationship that will change your life. I'm tired of Holy Spirit ministry just being for the special people. It's for everybody. Everyone who pursues a relationship with the Spirit of God, they can walk in the glory of God continuously, tangibly, powerfully. This is for you. This is for me. It's, it's for everyone. So that's why I believe this book is going to revolutionize your life. It's for the average person, the ordinary person, wherever you are, whatever place that the Lord has you. You'll see people come to God. You will see people turn to Christ. You're going to see healings and deliverances in your family, in your workplace, everywhere that you go. And it all boils down to one thing, that you have pursued a relationship with the Spirit of God. You can get my book, Glory Carriers, in both the USA and in Australia. Just go to jenniferevaz.com and click the shop tab. Now back to our topic, supernatural finances. And today I'm going to share with you about the foundation for all supernatural wealth. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the tithe. You have to get this topic. You have to get this truth. What is the tithe? It is the first dime on every dollar. It is 10% of your income and you give the tithe tithe entirely to your church. Have you heard about this? Have you heard about the tithe? Well, if you're a Jesus follower and attend Christian church regularly, I'm sure this has been taught to you. There are a lot of rumors going around about the tithe, false rumors. People have said that you don't need to give the tithe. It's not important that you won't come under a curse if you don't give it, that you can give to your church however you feel led to give and not a set amount. And people have said you can give your tithe anywhere, wherever, whenever, if ever. And all of these are false rumors. I'm going to teach you on this podcast about the true tithe from God's own word. Don't take my word for it. Take God's word for it. Now, one of the arguments you will hear to not tithe is that the tithe is part of the Old Testament law. And because we are under the New Testament, the dispensation of grace, we don't have to give the tithe anymore because we're not under the law. People will say this as a reason to not honor the command to give the tithe. They will also add that the New Testament tells us to be generous and that we are to give as we feel led to give. Well, this sounds really noble, and it leaves us with the idea that they must be giving extraordinary amounts. Sadly, this is usually not the case, and if you were to check their church giving records, it is typically bare or not even there. It is true that we're not under the 
law anymore. We're not obligated to its rules and regulations because Jesus fulfilled the law in his death and resurrection. But when did tithing actually begin? In Genesis chapter 14, Abram's nephew Lot was taken in battle. To get him back, Abram needed to go against four kings and four armies that were all in an alliance. He did so, and God gave him the victory. And we read in Genesis chapter 14 and verse 16, So he brought back all the goods and also brought back his brother Lot and his goods, as well as the women and the people. Now now we read in verses 18 through 20, Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was a priest of God Most High, and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abram gave him a tithe of all. Abram gave God's priest Melchizedek, he gave him 10%. And that's what the tithe means. Abram gave him a tithe. This is where tithing began. This is where tithing was established. And this happened before the law. Now consider that a priest was God's representative on the earth. They also foreshadowed Jesus, our great high priest. And when I say foreshadowed, that means they represented, indicated, typified beforehand. They were the prefigure pointing to Jesus. Tithing then is more than just giving money to a church. It's about giving to our great high priest, Jesus Christ, and doing so through his chosen representation on the earth. And this practice, which was established before the law, must have been so good and so acceptable and so appropriate that they also incorporated into the Old Testament law with both a blessing if you honored it and a curse if you didn't. We read in Malachi chapter 3, verses 8 and and nine, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. What we see here is that the tithe, it belongs to God. And when it's not given properly on the earth, God himself considers it robbing him. And that brings a curse. There was a church usher who was stealing from the Sunday tithes and offerings. When reporting discrepancies began to show up, they knew someone was stealing. But no matter what this church did, they couldn't figure out who the thief was. They couldn't put enough systems in place to stop it from happening either. The pastor commented that they would know soon enough who the thief was. He said this. He said, you can't rob God and not fall under a curse. And he was right. The church watched as an usher's marriage and kids began to spiral out of control. This family lost everything they owned. The usher ended up in jail and not one person in his household recovered. It sounds extreme, but the tithe is serious business. If you keep it and don't give it, you're stealing it. You are robbing God himself and you will fall under a curse in some manner. There is a powerful blessing in giving the tithe. Listen to verse 10 in Malachi chapter 3. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Imagine that blessing that is so amazing, you will not have room to receive it. And then verses 11 and 12 are fantastic. 
And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. I know too many people to count who have experienced the blessing of the tithe. They've seen their household consistently taken care of. They've had their needs met when others went without. They've seen the devourer held back and been fully preserved during seasons of economic fallout and famine. You can't get them to stop tithing because they know the blessing of it. My husband gave our church a challenge because he knows the blessing of the tithe. He knows that the tithe is the one thing you can test God with. I'll speak it again, what the prophet Malachi wrote in chapter 3 and verse 10. He said, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. The tithe is the one thing we can try God with. We can test God with. And my husband challenged those in our church who had not yet begun tithing to do so for 90 days. He then committed to them that if they are not more blessed in 90 days than when they started, he would give it all back to them. We have never had to give the tithes back to anyone. Everyone has come out more blessed. One young man took up this challenge just to prove my husband wrong. He was not a believer in Jesus. He believed in luck and not blessing. At the end of 90 days, he became so obviously blessed on his job that he gave his life to Jesus Christ and has been tithing ever since. There is a blessing in giving to God what belongs to him. It's the tithe. It's the first dime on every dollar. It's 10% of your income. You give all of this to your local church and God will do the rest. I want to thank all of my global partners who are financially supporting this ministry as we get this message, as we advance God's kingdom across the earth through media. We have a message about the supernatural and reconciling people to the gifts of the Holy Spirit so that they can preach the gospel with confidence, preach the gospel the way Jesus intended, and it's working. We've had so many testimonies of people finally reconciling that they are supernatural because of the Holy Spirit and actually stepping into ministry for the first time ever. If you want to become a financial partner and support this ministry, well, I want to invite you to give. Go to Jennifer evaz.com and just hit the give tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.